Hey everyone, this is Darcy and my topic for my podcast is information literacy and I will tell you that I kind of um, nerded out on this topic because when I was doing my undergraduate degree, um, well not really when I was doing it, but after, when I was on the other side of it, people would ask me all the time like, what did you like about psychology or you know, what did you like about doing a, an undergrad degree? And the thing that I always talked about was this one crazy professor that I had and I don't, he wasn't actually crazy, he was lovely, but um, he taught me how to learn and I mean he taught all of us in his class how to learn um, it, it was the hardest class I've ever taken in my life still to this day I can say that um, he was not the kind of professor where you could just go and like memorize a bunch of information and kind of regurgitate it back on a test and pass like his 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 papers his tests were just not set up like that like you actually had to know the information to pass um, he never had a multiple choice question on a test in the entire four years that I took courses with him. Um, anyway, so when I was reading about this, and I'm like, oh my god, this is this is was my experience in my undergrad that that whole kind of that practice that he taught us was essentially information literacy. So I was kind of excited to see that it actually had a name, and like, oh my god, that was that was my experience in my undergrad. So I decided to kind of focus on that. And um, the five components for information literacy are uh, to how to identify, find, evaluate, apply, and acknowledge uh, information. So basically it's the way that we, you know, that people or in our case students learn how to evaluate the quality and the credibility and or the validity of the information that we're reading or reviewing. So this can include uh, both print and digital information and I think that, you know, especially right, you know, in this day and age, uh, it's especially important because, as we all know, we can just kind of hop onto Google and there is the amount of information that we have access to is insane, quite frankly. Um, <clears throat> and the issue with that is that much of the information that we are kind of being exposed to is not always accurate or high quality. So um, this is an important skill to be teaching students uh, because they need to learn how to be uh, effective and productive learners. So we need to learn how to judge the legitimacy basically of, especially with online sources, um, you know, how to kind of sift through misinformation, identify that quickly, recognize faulty advertising, um, so, it, and one of the things that I, I liked that it makes a, a distinction between kind of like when you're doing a basic internet search that it talked a lot about in the, what I was reading around like it's very common to kind of be able to retrieve like authoritative current and reliable sources alongside uh, biased, outdated, misleading, or even just straight up false sources. So. I can speak to this personally because I know recently I was doing a bit of a, an internet search on looking for reputable uh, PhD programs that were maybe offered a component of it or, or even offered primarily online. And so what I saw very quickly was that many of the pages that were coming back were kind of quote unquote sponsored pages, basically meaning that they were essentially paid ads and that there was really no validity to any of the like stated uh, top 10 lists that I was seeing. Um, so my experience or my, I guess my opinion is that we need to be teaching this to students so that they can 
kind of learn uh, effective techniques for evaluating the quality and credibility of websites. Uh, they need to learn how to think critically about the um, the kind of intention or commercial commercialized um, focus or advertising on websites. And they need to learn how to apply different strategies to increase the accuracy and relevance of online search results. So, um, oh, and then the last piece is just around efficiency, right? Because there's just the sheer volume of information that becomes available with a simple kind of Google search. Uh, it's near impossible to kind of wade through all of that effectively unless you know what you need to be looking for. So we need to teach students how to be efficient to find what they need quickly um, on the internet, basically. Um, and you know, it's interesting because one of the things that I was reading is they're talking a lot about how it's actually more difficult now to find high quality information uh, than it used to be based on how much information we can get. And I would actually agree with that. Like, I think a lot of people would say like, no, it's great. Everything's at your fingertips. But uh, yes, it is. And that actually makes it more difficult to kind of find what we need. So um, yeah, uh, what else? So I, I think like, what I am kind of left with is that I really appreciated that much of what I read about information literacy spoke to how this is um, not only like a lifelong learning process, but it is something that really will serve us well in every area of our life. You know, like it is something that I absolutely kind of honed when I was in school, but as a parent, it has helped me. As a, a professional, it has helped me. As a consumer, it has helped me. So there are all these ways that we can actually use information literacy uh, outside of school that, um, you know, make us more, again, more uh, efficient and effective in other areas of our life. And so I really appreciated that it was something that although the, the focus is on education and how we can use that within an educational context, it actually is a skill that will kind of, you know, um, spill out into the rest of our lives and um, help us in many other ways. So uh, that is my spiel on information literacy and the kind of the, the magic of it, if you will. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Cheers.